If you've been on social media long enough, you've obviously seen this scene behind me called ChatGPT, but what exactly is it and how is it used? That's what we're going to be studying today. It's called prompt engineering. I'm going to be showing you the tricks of the trade for getting the best from ChatGPT. Think about ChatGPT and what it is. It's a tool that is designed to give you whatever you can imagine. That's right. Whatever you can imagine, it will blow your mind that it can actually do it for you. There's a task I had that would take me 20 to 30 hours long. It was a task of drudgery. I hated it. But ChatGPT can do it in minutes. That's right. A 20 hour task for a human of compiling data and putting data in a particular way. I asked ChatGPT with the right prompts and it does everything for me in minutes. It's absolutely crazy. So let's jump into this very quick topic about ChatGPT prompt mastery. I'm going to show you a couple of life cycles and models. And by the time we're done, you will be screeching down the freeway of ChatGPT use. I'm going to make it extremely brief and straight to the point. Now, before I get into this, I want to caution you about bottomless pit videos where you could spend tons of time going over prompt engineering in a laborious fashion. I want to make it clear that the whole myth about prompt engineering being so difficult and therefore you need a big old one or two hour video about it is not actually true. You can watch all the prompt engineering videos till the cows come home, but if you are not practicing prompt engineering on a daily basis, you're just going to have wasted your time watching those videos because you're going to have to watch them again and again and it's not going to come naturally to you. You want your prompts to come naturally to you. And that is what I have done over time. I've developed my own approach to prompt engineering. And that is what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So let's jump straight in. What exactly is a prompt? Let's get this out of the way. A prompt can be explained as a piece of text that is used to guide the model's response. That's it. And the piece of text that you put into ChatGPT is what governs the response you get out, which is why there's this big old buzz about prompt engineering. A prompt can be a question. It could be a statement. It could be some other type of input. Think about it. When you're asking a boss, for example, for a pay raise, there's a way you should ask the question. And you know what makes your boss tick, right? In the same vein, when you're asking ChatGPT a question, there's a way you're going to phrase it. You're going to phrase it in the way you know it will give you the best output. And that's what Prompt Engineer is all about. For example, if you want to use ChatGPT to generate a piece of text about cats, you might provide a prompt such as write a paragraph about cats. But if you want a very specific answer guided towards Siamese cats, then you will have to frame your prompt in such a way that it gives you a specific answer. If you don't ask it the right question, it won't give you specific answers. So ChatGPT, when you ask it a question, will then generate a response based on the prompt about cats. The quality and specificity of the prompt can have a significant impact, like I said, on the quality and relevance of the model's output. A well-crafted prompt can help ensure that the model generates useful and relevant content, while a poorly constructed prompt will just be that, a crummy output. So prompt engineering is a skill. It's a very important skill for those who are into ChatGPT and AI models, and it involves crafting prompts that are clear, concise, and specific enough. You have to make it very specific. And don't forget, this tool can accommodate 
up to 3,000 words of text. So don't shirk in giving it content to explain. You could have a prompt that is a paragraph long and that will give you a ton of great output. So again, prompt engineering is a concept in artificial intelligence, particularly in natural language processing, and the description of the task that the AI is supposed to accomplish is embedded in the input as a question or as some other type of information. And prompt engineering typically works by converting one or more tasks to a prompt-based data set and training a language model with what has been called prompt-based learning. So, what kind of prompts do we have? Sentence, completion prompts, question answering prompts, text summarization, text generation, translation prompts, image generation prompts. So on the previous slide, I generated this image of Elvira with the right information put into mid-journey. You gotta be very crafty, <laughs> no pun intended, in how you put that prompt together. There's poetry prompts, fiction prompts, conversation prompts, creative writing prompts, essay prompts, newsletter prompts, script prompts, social media prompts, email prompts, technical writing prompts, academic writing prompts, marketing copy prompts, speech prompts, and resume or CV prompts. And I've used over half of the prompts on the screen, so I know about this. I've done fiction writing prompts, I've done poetry prompts, I've done creative writing prompts, I've done marketing, I've done even beyond this project management prompts and HTML prompts, right? Code generation. We didn't even talk about code generation. I've generated code and I've created games. So I know a thing or two about these prompts, my friends, and that's what I am going to be going over with you today. So the main model, because I've talked about models on this channel before, but the main model I want to talk about today is a new one that I have crafted to explain to the world what prompt engineering is all about and the evolution of the user as prompts are generated. You see, like I said in the beginning, whether you like it or not, you are going to have to spend upwards of 20, 30 hours to get really good at your prompt engineering. You're gonna to have to put in the time and then even when you put in 20 to 30 hours, guess what? There's another wave of giving it less, but doing it in such a way that you get more. And those are some of the things I'm going to be showing you today. So the model I want to explain is called the GPT Prompt Mastery Model. I want to talk about how mastery is achieved. Being a leadership and project management coach, I'm always fascinated at the evolution that people go through as they learn a tool or as they learn a subject or language. And it started some thinking in me as far as what do people need to get through before they begin mastering prompt engineering? Because it comes naturally to some of us who are in the world of coding or testing or development, but for, for some who haven't been there, done that, it's not as intuitive. So the very first step is understanding the basics. The first stage in the evolution of prompt engineering is understanding the basics. And at this stage, focus is on learning the fundamentals of how to interact with ChatGPT and how to construct effective prompts. This involves understanding the different types of prompts and how to structure them and how to provide clear and concise guidance to ChatGPT. Beginners at this stage may rely on templates or pre-written prompts 
to guide their interaction with ChatGPT. And I have to be honest with you, nothing is better than jumping into it, get your feet wet, get your hands dirty, and don't rely too much on pre-written prompts. Use pre-written prompts maybe for the first few hours of you getting into it, maybe one or two hours. I personally only had exposure to about two prompts, and then I just started trial and error developing my approach. So understanding the basics is step one. I'm gonna show you a very scrappy understanding the basics example. All right, so here we are in ChatGPT, right? I wanna know what I should eat today. So I am running out of ideas, so I wanna generate some ideas for what I should eat. Now, at the beginner level, you could just say, what should I eat today? This is a very lazy prompt. What should I eat today? Well, ChatGPT doesn't know who I am. ChatGPT doesn't know that I'm more keto preferred. ChatGPT doesn't know that I am on a strict regimen. I, I do calorie counting and so on. So I haven't given it all that information, but it's still trying its best to generate some ideas. And it says if you're in the mood for something healthy, you should consider a salad with grilled chicken. Now that's not a bad response based on the lim limited information I gave it. Uh, if you're craving something savory. So I didn't, I didn't tell it what I'm craving. Now, to make it a better prompt, I need to say, I am on a keto diet. What should I eat this afternoon within the realms of 300 calories. That's a better question, a better prompt for ChatGPT to work with. Now it's gonna give me things that are more within my realm of options. Because if it gives me anything that's outside of 300 calories, I'm not gonna be able to use it. So I gotta give it as many specifics as I can about my situation. And now it's able to generate a lot more great data for me. Just take a look at that, great stuff. 10 options and it's even counting the calories for me and giving me better information. So that's pretty much how you need to think when you're using the tool. Now, I could go in here and copy, by the way, you can always copy previous prompts and I want to embellish this prompt. I'm on a keto diet. What should I eat this afternoon within the realms of three calories at, I'm gonna give it one of the most horrendous options, <laughs> McDonald's. Oh dear, I just gave ChatGPT something to think about. All right, so let me try and move this out of the way so that you can see. And let me come over to a different side of the screen so that you can actually see what I am typing behind me. All right. So there we go, and I'm going to hit enter. Let's hit enter. All right, and let's see what it's generating. It can be challenging to find keto-friendly options at fast food restaurants, but there's still some choices you can make at McDonald's if you're on a keto diet. Here are some options. And there you go. It knows the menu, it knows what I'm looking for, and it can give me better options. And you could do this for any location, any restaurant, ChatGPT would do its best. This is what prompt engineering is all about. Did you see how 
I narrowed down the very first question, the very first question, what should I eat today? Then I embellished on it. I'm on a keto diet. What should I eat this afternoon within the realms of 300 calories? And then I gave it a specific menu that I'm thinking of. And this is what makes good prompt engineering. It's all about knowing how to ask the question. All right, so stage one is the basics. Like I said, try your best to not get too hung up on using all of these aids that help you think because you get so used to them that you're not thinking and you're not learning, you're not growing, you're not evolving because there's an evolution, okay? And that's what I'm showing you here, the evolution of becoming a great prompt engineer. All right, stage two, developing skills. The second stage is the evolution of prompt engineering. In the evolution of prompt engineering is developing your skills. At this stage, the focus is going to be on honing your skills in prompt engineering and becoming more comfortable with ChatGPT. This involves developing a deeper understanding of how GPT works and how to tailor your prompts to elicit the most useful and relevant responses, similar to what I just showed you. Those in this stage may experiment with different types of prompts and analyze the responses to refine their approach. So, just to give you an idea of what getting comfortable with the tool means, okay, back in ChatGPT, and I could say something to the effect of same thing, within around 300 calories, using the following ingredients. So I could give it some specific ingredients. I could say eggs, lettuce, bacon, chicken, and I could give it an option of, uh, uh, let's see, crisp bread. Now I've given it some more specifics, not a menu, but there we go. Off to the races, bacon, chicken, and lettuce salad. So you get the idea, the more comfortable you are with the tool, the more you're gonna be able to create your prompts on the fly because you're gonna know what it entails. And I'm actually gonna be showing you how to create specific prompts on your own without using any of those canned prompts that are out there. Nothing against canned prompts, but it, it severely limits your development. It's nice for a little crutch, but to get to that next level, I want you to break free from that dependence on, on those, you know, I'll call them crutch prompt uh, listings and, and plugins uh, because you'll not, you'll not evolve as, as you should. All right, stage three. So stage three is applying knowledge. The third stage is all about focusing on applying your knowledge and skills to solve more complex problems and address more challenging questions. This involves becoming more creative in the construction of prompts and exploring new ways to leverage ChatGPT's capabilities. Those in this stage may start to explore new domains or areas of expertise in which to apply their skills. So let me just give you a very quick demonstration of what that could look like. So I already started off using the food example. Let's say I work in the food industry and I'm trying to create a new dish to be able to usurp the dominance of whoever the key 
person is or company is in the marketplace, I could say create a new create a brand new watch the specifics right and I'm gonna put these in inverted commas and I'm going to make this really big so that you can see my my prompt here right create a brand new brand new and there's no need to put in inverted commas I'm just doing it so that you can see how specific you need to get at giving it commands create a brand new menu item for a local salad shop that will dethrone the competition. You see the language I used? It knows what it means to dethrone the competition. And I don't need to tell it anything else. I don't need to give it a big old explanation about, oh, they're competitors in this fit. No, it knows. So words like this don't shirk from using words. And it, so it, it, there's a typo. You see that? But it knows what I meant to say. And I'm going to leave the typo as is. And you'll see that ChatGPT doesn't need you to make everything picture perfect as far as the spelling. It will detect what you're trying to say. So that will dethrone the competition, such as who are the competition? McDonald's. Who else does salads? Jack in the box and the rest. Okay, remember it's a local salad shop, so I want to dominate the local market. And right here where I live, there's actually <laughs> there's actually a shop that's doing just that. They've dominated the market. And when it comes to salads, wow, they're really, really good. So the, uh, out here in Arizona, the outfit's called Salad and Go. They're really good. And, you know, Salad and Go, I'm giving you promo because I love your salads and I love your breakfast items. And they're very good and, you know, they're very healthy. But anyway, so I'm, I'm saying eggs, lettuce, bacon, chicken, crisp bread, um, a low-calorie tortilla wrap. Uh and turkey uh, bacon. Okay, so brand new item and, um, and, and give it an option. I always give GPT an out and I could say, feel free to add anything else that is healthy. Now watch this, I'm gonna give it some more parameters this option should be under $4. And you could also give it some additional information. You could say, looking to fill 300 orders daily. Let's see what he comes up with. Boom. Introducing the Keto Club Wrap, a delicious and healthy option that is sure to dethrone the competition. 
Are you seeing, my friends, how innovative you need to be when you question the tool and when you ask it for stuff? Because now it's given me not just the idea of what goes in the wrap, you know, but it's given me the copy, the marketing copy to be able to sell this thing, which is bananas. It's crazy. Our Keto Club wrap features a low-calorie tortilla wrap filled with crispy bacon, juicy chicken, fresh lettuce, and scrambled eggs. If ChatGPT isn't a salesman or saleswoman, I don't know what it is. It is so compelling when it puts together marketing copy for you. This wrap is not only keto-friendly, but it's also packed with protein and healthy fats to keep you feeling full and satisfied. It even knows the health implication of healthy fats. It doesn't get any crazier than this. Best of all, our Keto Club Wrap is priced at just $3.99, making an affordable option for anyone looking to eat healthy on a budget. We're confident that our Keto Wrap will be a hit with customers and we expect to sell 300 orders daily. Come visit us and try the Keto Wrap today. Oh my goodness, I hope I haven't made anyone hungry. But, but seriously, this is how prompt engineering is developed. You've got to get into the tool, you've got to know the tool, and you've got to get familiar with it. You've got to also have fun with it. I have fun, as you can see, when I'm putting these ideas together. I'm doing some trial and error. Um, I'm, I'm making, it, making fun of the tool as well and making fun of myself. So have fun with the tool. All right, my friends, let's go to the next one here. Number four in this evolution is the refining strategies, right? And, and this stage, it comes after a lot of practice. You're focusing on developing a more sophisticated and nuanced strategy for working with GPT. And this involves analyzing the performance of several types of prompts. Like I look back at my thousands of prompts and I'm always trying to refine the wording so that I, I make it brief and I make it more valuable to the tool to give me the kind of output that I'm looking for, right? So you've got to refine the wording, the structure of the prompts. You can experiment with different approaches to problem solving. Those in this stage may also begin to develop their own techniques or frameworks for prompt engineering. And this is the stage I want you to get to where you are not dependent on looking at a book or looking at another page to know what to do. I'm going to show you an example of how you can use ChatGPT for problem solving. So here we are in ChatGPT again. You can problem solve right away by asking the right question. So let's say the Keto Club Wrap is live, right? But we're running into problems. So I could say the Keto club rap is great and did you notice how it knew what i was trying to say even though i left the typo in crazy isn't it? all right the keto club rap is great but we have hit a problem in that you see how i'm talking to it casually not going into a specific prompt structure mode but it's implicitly what I'm saying. So I'm going to define the problem for it. So we have a problem in that we cannot produce more than 300 wraps in the breakfast time frame. What should we do as 
a small franchise to grow beyond this problem. Think of all possible options and explore similar scenarios. I usually say thanks to make it human. <laughs> I'm grateful for the tool, right? All right, here we go. Great to hear that Kid Club Rap with a hit. To grow beyond the 300 rap production limit during breakfast hours, here are some possible options. And it's given you ideas. Expand the production capacity. It's talking about new equipment. Change the menu mix. Offering menu items or breakfast bowls. Extend breakfast hours. Introduce online ordering. Partner with delivery services. Open more locations. Uh, increase prices. This is what ChatGPT is great at doing, giving you ideas, solving problems. And this, my friends, is what we do in stage four. I'm telling you, stage four is where you are so into ChatGPT that you know, you already know that it's your assistant, right? It's your one-stop shop for getting problems solved. Let, let's take a look very quickly at another type of problem ChatGPT can solve for you. You could say, um, I have an irate customer mad about their wraps and many other irate customers daily. Give me, watch this, seven. You could be very specific with the number. Seven ready scripts for my attendance to deal with these angry customers. Uh, create a template that can be used for the most regularly occurring complaints. And this is just stream of consciousness, you know, again, erring spelling, but it knows, right, what I'm trying to say. So don't get freaked out, you know, don't get all OCD, I'm trying to make it picture perfect, it knows. But I've, I've told it, give me seven ready scripts, right? Create a template that can be used for the most regularly occurring uh, complaints. And I'm gonna let it do the thinking. If seven isn't ideal, it'll probably come back and say there are many more. So there we go. Dealing with an angry customer can be challenging, but having prepared scripts can help your attendants handle these situations with professionalism and empathy. Here are seven templates that can be used for some of the most common customer complaints. And there you have it. Isn't that cool? Complain about the quality of food. Complain about the wait time. Complain about the order being incorrect. Complain about the cleanliness of the establishment. Complain about the price of the food. Compl <laughs> complain about the attitude of the staff. Complain about the portion size of the food. Remember, it's essential to address customer complaints promptly. Apologize for any inconvenience caused and offer a solution to the problem. Honestly, do you know that if I gave this script to a lot of establishments to use, 
they would see their customers double and triple because a lot of people have poor responses to customer anger and issues. But ChatGPT is doing this right here for you. All right. I hope you're enjoying this video. Don't forget to hit the like button if you're enjoying it so far and subscribe because I'm always talking about ChatGPT and you don't want to miss my next video about it. All right. Well, let's shrink me a little bit further into the corner so that you can see the last point, stage five. And this is all about mastery, right? The final stage is mastery and here the focus is on achieving mastery of prompt engineering and becoming an expert in the field. And this involves having a deep understanding of ChatGPT's capabilities, its limitations, uh, as well as a mastery of prompt engineering techniques and strategies. And those in this stage are able to quickly and confidently construct effective prompts and can apply their skills to a wide range of problems and questions. There's actually nothing anymore that GPT cannot do for me because I know how to ask it. Everything from making a game, I've, and I've shown that on this channel, building games in GPT, building a website, build me a simple website for the Keto Club. And it knows the context. That's all I need to say. And I say, make a single landing page where we can get tons of business. Okay. Use HTML and JavaScript. Boom. There it goes off to the races. And it says, However, I can provide you with some basic steps. No, you can't. Yeah, no, no, no. So this is an example of, of GPT trying to say, I can't do it. So I'm going to simplify what I'm asking it to do because it doesn't like it. And this is where the experience comes because I've asked it to do this in the past. It's just been a little bit difficult like it is sometimes. Build me a simple HTML one pager landing page for the Keto Club. Keep it simple. Go. All right. Here's a simple example. So you can see sometimes you gotta you gotta salt that horse's mouth for to get it going. And here here it is, it's going. It's it's kind of like, well, I don't want to do it, but yeah, you caught me. You know I can do it. Of course, because it's, it's done it in the past. This is where the expertise comes in. You see, I've had to question GPT in a different way to get it to budge. Now it has budged. I'm going to take this code. It's still tweaking the code. Well, I'm going to take the code, I'm going to stick it inside a note card when it's done, and um, I'm going to show you the result uh, as soon as I'm able to. So let's go back to GPT. All right, still coding away. My goodness, it's quite a coder, isn't it? And um, this level five that I'm talking about, by the time you've worn many hats, like it was saying in the previous levels, 
you get to a point where you become so innovative in your approach to using GPT that nothing can stump you or stop you. All you're going to try to do, if it says no to any of your requests, you're going to remind it. By the way, there's a copy code over here that you could use as well. But I'm going to go ahead and just save what I'm doing here. And I'll just show you what to do with HTML code. I'm going to stick it in this note card and then I'm going to save it as an HTML file. So I'm going to do save as and I'm going to save it as site example dot HTML. And that's, that's how you do it. And uh, what you want is something like this with HTML. Okay, then you save it and then you just open it. And let's see. Well, there we have it. So we have the Keto Club right there before your very eyes, banged out a one pager with HTML. As simple as that. But of course, these days you have, you know, other marketing tools that can do it for you. But this was just to demonstrate the brilliance of the tool. All right. So going on to our next section here before we round up, I've shown you the five stages of prompt mastery. Don't get sucked into using all these plugins. Don't get sucked into using these lists because it will stunt your growth. I want you to fly free and you make your own way as you go along, all right? In the first one or two hours, use one of those things, that's fine but very quickly shed them and begin to develop your own approach, uh, your own method. All right. So the next thing I want to teach you is the DDE prompt life cycle. There's a life cycle for prompts, okay? And the life cycle is you define the problem, whatever that problem is, like you saw me do it. So this is not new. You've seen me define what the problem is. And that's your first step. Articulate the problem in such a way that ChatGPT can understand and identify any specific requirements and constraints. So in my example, remember I showed you a constraint of I'm on a keto diet, um, I can only eat 300 calories, uh, make something in that realm. And it did. So you've got to be very specific about the problem. Next thing here is develop the prompt. How do you develop the prompt? Well, once you've defined a problem, you've got to make it clear and concise and keep cleaning it up. It's like writing code and cleaning up the code. That's what I liken this to. It involves considering the context of the problem, the intended audience, the type of information or insights that are needed to address the problem. And the final phase of the life cycle, the E, is evaluate. You've got to evaluate and refine. So you define a problem, you develop the prompt, and then you evaluate and refine. And there's going to be a feedback loop because you're going to keep on developing and refining. That evaluate and refine can be a do loop that happens for a bit. And once you're done, you're ready to send off the prompt. And I showed you some examples of how I had different layers of refinement. It was first of all, single statement. Let's go back to the prompt for context. So in the very beginning, 
I started off with what should I eat today? Then I said, I'm on a keto diet. What should I eat this afternoon within the realms of 300 calories? And then I said, uh, at McDonald's, I gave it another constraint. So this is part of refining. And then I said, uh, okay, using the following ingredients, I now gave it further restrictions. And then I asked it to make me a brand new dish that was new in, in a restaurant. And um, I gave it a problem to solve. It solved the problem, gave it an irate customer situation, you know, and so on and so forth. And that's how you just keep expanding on whatever you need to work on. All right. So that's the DDE prompt life cycle. Like I said, in evaluate, you got to make those adjustments to make sure it has the information and guidance. And sometimes you can just leave one string of chat and just go to a totally different string in order to better develop your idea. All right, the final model is one I have taught you in the past, and it's the user story model, the role goal benefit model, as a, I would like, so that. I'm gonna give you one more example of how that works. So using the role goal benefit model, I could say, as a, what am I? As a hungry person, I would like, food so that I am full. Now, that is a very lazy story, very lazy role goal benefit user story. So I need to embellish this a little bit more. So I'm, I'm just showing you how to expand the reasoning. So as a hungry bodybuilder, I would like healthy food not more than 500 calories for a snack so that I'm full and don't binge eat through the day. And it knows that it's meant to give me some answers, some suggestions, and all you need to do is hit enter. It knows what to do. Here's a list of healthy snack options for a bodybuilder that are under 500 calories. Greek yogurt, apple slices, hard-boiled eggs, and it's showing me the realms of the calories, which is also good. And all I did there was use the role, goal, benefit model. And that's it, my friends. Everything you need to succeed in ChatGPT, I have presented to you today. I hope you found it to be useful. If you have any questions for me or any concerns, please ask them. But just remember, there's a five-step evolution. You gotta follow the five steps. You gotta evolve as a prompt engineer. It develops daily, not in a day. Understanding the basics, number one. Number two, developing the skills. Applying the knowledge is number three. Refining strategies is number four. And mastery, it never ends. Because as ChatGPT begins to evolve from the legacy to you know, 3.5, 3.4 and more are coming, especially when it comes to the generation of images. I don't know if you've used Dali or Mid Journey. If you are an artist, an animator, a, an author, a business person, these are tools that will help you in your work. They'll help you in developing slides and presentations when you're able to generate compelling uh, relevant imagery. 
So whatever, this, whatever the case, follow these five stages, my friend. Follow these rules, follow these ideas, and you'll be extremely glad you did. All right? Thank you very much. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and I'll be coming out with a lot more to help you as you navigate your way using ChatGPT. All the best, and bye for now.